Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. I'm Beatrice Murad, and today I'm joined by John McKenna. Hi, everybody. And Steve Zek. Hello. Today we will be discussing the one-hour premiere of DC Superhero Girls that aired on Cartoon Network on International Women's Day. Uh, you can find out more exactly. Woo! Uh, you can find out more about this podcast at overlyanimate.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes at overlyanimate.com slash iTunes or on YouTube at youtube.com slash overlyanimated. So yeah, this is a special that aired to premiere the show. It's like four episodes slammed into one. It, they're all called hashtag sweet justice. Um, and yeah, I just want to get into it because there's a lot to cover. So tell me, give me your general thoughts. Uh, John, did you like what you, what you saw? It was enjoyable. Um, I, I have to admit, I do, I did kind of groan a little bit when I realized the title was hashtag sweet justice. I'm like, oh no, is this what adults think kids are talking these days? (laughs) Um, it's, I admit it's, it's very zany. It's very, the animation is very sort of loose and limber, which is kind of nice. It's, it's a show that it get, right now it doesn't seem like it's taking itself too seriously, which is good. Uh, you want a little comedy, a little levity. I thought the voice actor is very good. I thought the animation was pretty good. I do like, I like Babs. I think she was really, I thought she was really funny, very energetic. Um, the, a lot of the characters do play off well each other, which is a good start. It's some moments I did, some moments I thought were a little, uh, Kind of, kind of squirrely. Like there's some some things I did. I sort of rolled my eyes at. There were some things that were played for laughs. I was like, this is too corny. But it's a it's a good it's a good it's off to a good start. And you know, I'm not that big of a DC fan, but I but I still had a fun time watching it. So it, points for that. Cool, cool. Steve, what about you? Oh, oh I I enjoyed it. Um, as you may or may not know, I've seen like the old DC superhero girls stuff, and I've and I've seen all the shorts here. So I, I definitely had high expectations going to this one. Um, I was worried, though, when seeing these shorts to promote the series, that this was pretty much going to be the Babs show. But I'm pleasantly surprised that this was as much like Barbara's introduction to these new characters, you know, as you know, very much Diana's introduction to new characters as it was Barbara. So, you know, you just got to play maybe two co-leads. I'm cool with that. And because I fear that because I've... Uh, Someone who saw the uh, uh, Lauren Foster previous works when she worked on season one of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, that was like completely the Twilight Sparkers show. And and it really didn't become ensemble until after she left. And I was worried this was going to be the same thing here. But so, but so far, it looks pretty good. I love the voice cast. Um, I, I recognize so many of these voices. I mean, it's kind of cool. You have like uh, Nicole Sullivan as Supergirl. You had Kari Wargring as Zantana. Um uh, I don't know how many of the others. Yet. Uh, the... Will Will Friedel coming back? As oh yeah, Luther? I know, I know him, I know him. I'm talking about the girls. You oh, know. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know Tara Strong, of course, is you no know, and Gray Griffin, um, who voiced Wonder Woman original, but she does a completely different voice for this Wonder Woman, her version of this version, and Chris Summers also as her mom. Uh, I'm just rambling, but I just, I just really liked it, and I the villain at the surprise, but a nice, pleasant surprise, and I kind of liked the little twist they're doing there. Um, I get into more of that later, but I, I really liked it. So, well, I mean, we could get to into it now because that's that to me. I mean, well, let me first say what I thought about the show in general. I thought it was it was I was very impressed. I'm come and you need to understand everybody. I'm coming off of this after watching and podcasting about Marvel Rising, which is completely different age demographic. I think. I mean, there might be a little kind of uh, uh, overla- overlap, 
but you it's think over, a, older or younger do you think i think mm-hmm. older i like oh, well. marvel rising is much more older i mean and look when it airs marvel rising's aired at, at 10 p.m and this aired at 6 p.m and disney and this aired at 6 p.m mm-hmm. so it's definitely marvel rising was older audience but it's mm-hmm. the just the quality of the animation for uh for DC superhero girls was from like a network it seemed like they actually wanted the show to succeed mm-hmm. um and they also the it just flowed really well um i think the strength were the characters um everyone had their own personalities well established each one had um their flaws presented that and it fit their personalities they had their own motivations and there's the reason why they decided to join and do get to br- the reasons that each of them came together were different, distinct and established and made sense for the character for the characters. So I, I really did enjoy that. And Babs at times for me, it was like a little yeah. bit like sometimes she was great. And yeah. other time, like there were certain moments when she was like slightly grating, but for mm-hmm. the most part, I think she was solid. I'm um, like, she's just, she's the Genki girl. But so funny. It's, that's what she is. Funny. I, I like Bab more in this premiere than in these recent shorts for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe because it's longer. So it's I not it's so. Defi- it's definitely longer. Cause I think. I know. Cause there's, there were shorts for the show. Cause yeah. the show's originally a web series and it's been on for like years um, and then now it's now now it's this re- rebooted yeah. for the TV. Oh, I'm um, talking about the shorts for this version. I right. I was confused. You're talking about shorts. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, but um, and then as promotional <laughs> material, they made these like very short animated shorts for the for the show. And I think it's just because they were they were just you know they were it was condensed. So obviously you were going to get the most extreme version of each character. Can I, can I add just one thing though? It's nice to have like a comedy DC show on Cartoon Network with actual likable characters. I mean, I haven't seen Teen Titans Go. I've seen the Teen Titans Go. <laughs> you movie. know what I'm referencing there. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, so <laughs> I mean, it, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so I really there were there was just this show. I think was uh, I think it's I I just think it's refreshing that we're actually seeing a show that is female focused being invested. Like people are, there's actual investment happening, and it's actually a show that seems like they want to succeed. So, um, I'm sure, if I not sure why I feel about the very end, we had those like Girl Scouts showing, and they're girls. I'm not sure we needed we'll, that. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. get to that. We'll get to that. So we open up the show with, um, basically, with Lex Luthor and his little sister Lena. Um, and I think what's really important, he he basically tells us we're in Metropolis. We, uh, there's like VR or whatever, but what's important is that we get a sense, we get this like image of like, he does this like little like commercial thing. And then we get this image like breaking news. And then it's like talking about this Wonder Woman character. They're like, who is Wonder Woman? And what I think is really important about this is that it establishes secret identities. And this is going to be a big gripe for me later because it's like, okay, the show is like, okay, so secret identities are a thing. Cut to Barbara Gordon. Mm -hmm first day of school at metropolis high um and first thing she sees as she steps out of her dad's uh car and granted she's wearing like bad ears and like and her dad is and her dad is commissioner gordon right right yes that's her dad's commissioner gordon she has the literal batman logo on i mean granted i feel like in this world I guess the superheroes Batman. have their own comics, so they're like kind of, I guess, celebrity figures as well. I hope they get royalties for those. <laughs> I, I hope. So. I mean, Batman doesn't need them, but sure. Um, well, he's rich. 
So, well, I mean, he'd know he'd know how to like copy. He'd know very well the whole like business of it. He'd copyright it quick. Um, but yeah, so she comes first day of school. First thing she sees are all these girls with no interest of hiding their superpowers, like no interest at all. Oh, um, so, uh, I know. I, I, well, I like that though. I, I'm not sure though if I think only Babs is the one really has to, really trying to keep it secret. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't want to skip ahead, but in like the ice, those two owners of the ice cream shop, I'm pretty sure they changed in front of them. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to take it seriously, like a gag, like yeah, there's no continuity to that. I'm not sure. Well, it, that's what I mean. It's like, is that is that a good thing to like? I mean, it's like in in that the show kind of is allowing this kind of gray area to not take it seriously. It, basically, did you like John? Did you were you hung up about this? About like, okay, like why is no is this like? Were you able to suspend your disbelief and just enjoy what you were seeing? Honestly, I kind of honestly I kind of was because when I. Going into this, I basically sort of take, took the presumption that given that this is a world in which superheroes do exist, it's probably like, you know, the odd bit of uh, superhero business going on in a high school would probably not phase that many people, uh, probably. And it's like, you probably, this probably world, you know, there's high tech gadgetry, there's crazy gadgetry. Like, remember, we have the, the LexCorp uh, virtual reality goggles that everybody wears just normally. So what's a glowing green ring mm-hmm. compared to that? <laughs> right, right. Totally. Okay. All right. Well, it goes from that to this um, uh, this little sequence of this giant food fight. And I just want to know, what did you guys think of this kind of introduction to these main characters? I mean, we've kind of run, we're a little very vaguely introduced to Wonder Woman, but Bab sees all of them, connects the dots and is just like, all right, I need it. I need to get them all in trouble. Um, and get them to attention with me, and they have this massive food fight. What did you think of kind of this introduction to everybody? Did you like immediate? Were you able to kind of? Did, were you able to just kind of get which kind of role each character fit in high school? Like, wh- did you enjoy this kind of introduction? This kind of in- initial interaction between them all, like being like, "Oh, this would make an interesting team." Hmm. I yeah. I get I get the roles. Um. I never heard of Zatanna before. She's a very new character to me. I'm not sure she was even in the old one. So, um, Wonder Woman seemed very much like they're doing like a version of the live action movie. It's she's just fish out of water. Uh, uh, but I really kind of knew for a fact. I knew kind of. I had a feeling Bab started that food fight in the first place. So it shows she's uh as wacky as she is, she is very clever. She and that's going to be her role in the team. She's going to be more of the brains to balance out the other characters who actually have superpowers. Right, right. Yeah. And John, uh, did you enjoy this kind of way that everyone was brought together? I didn't hate it. I'm. I thought it. I, it felt a little contrived to me, mm. just because it's like you know this. How do I make friends? Let's get. Every, I'm going to get everyone thrown in detention with me. Right. It's like, that, that, it's like really. I'm not, I, I, I think one of the things I noticed when I watched it, too, and I realized, oh, look, it's a food fight scene. I'm thinking to myself, I see food fights in every cartoon about high school, yet I've never seen a food fight in real life in my high school. Like, does this yeah. thing just not happen in the real world? Like, in the real know? world, we actually appreciate, you know, With not food? wasting food. You yeah. Know? I paid we, 50 cents for these tater tots. I'm going to eat them. You know, <laughs> we gonna, know that that's bad. In real life, we don't have food fights. We have fist fights. <laughs> well, speaking of fist fights, that's uh, but, basically... That's well, what I, happens when they get into detention. They yeah. basically have this enormous fist fight. Like they, they all get, they all sit down. 
Then Wonder Woman come. They are like, oh, we found this. The cops are like, oh, we found this girl. They and Wonder Woman oh. shows up. Oh, I um, love how one of them said she's gorgeous. Zatanna said she's gorgeous. Yeah, yes. no, Zatanna said she's gorgeous, <laughs> uh, which is great. Uh, I mean, there's there was a lot of there was there was a lot of shipping in this. Oh yes. Um, no, well, you don't say. Well, there, uh, there was. Well, there, I'm like, to... I mean, you, let's just look at Babs. Babs is just completely like in awe. Fangirling, fangirling over. She's uh, she's pretty much like a Sailor Moon. She's pretty much has crushes on all her teammates. Pretty much. Basically, I mean, the only one who was like kind of chill was like who I think the gayest one of the bunch, which was Supergirl. Who, by the way, is like has been like. Of everybody, she's the most like reimagined. I think of mm. for like this from the comics. Oh. She's like the most reimagined. Like she's like a like she's like a punk. She like doesn't she isn't feminine at all. Where and she's kind of like a rebel. She does not match the 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 Kara from from I'm, the TV series. From the, I think not even more, the TV series, but just in the comic books. Also. Or even the original DC superhero girls. I think this is more Lauren's influence because I'm pretty sure. Her character, she's supposed to be Rainbow Dash. That's her Rainbow Dash. I think that's so. That's definitely Lauren Foss type of influence you see right there. So you need to create a character for that for this right. show. Yeah, I mean, oh. like everyone is a little is a little zany. It's a little has their own quirks, you know. And that, but she's the biggest departure from any kind of other iteration. Oh, um, she, uh, I, I didn't mind that, though, to be perfectly honest, because I do like the fact there is a bit more of like that. You need almost like that. You have the uh, the peppy leader, Babs. You've got the you have the big strong one everyone looks up to. That's Diana. And you have Kara, who is, you know, sort of again, you mentioned rebel, sort of aloof, sort of uh, away from it all, has obnoxiously peppy uh, guardians. And I actually did sort of like that. I knew I'm, she was different, but I did. Uh, but I really thought uh, Kara was Really good, well done here. And yeah, and oh, yeah, and voiced by Nicole Sullivan. Um, you know, she go from Kim Possible, and she is so. Wait, much wait, like wait, hold on, hold on. What do you mean, Kim? She didn't voice Kim Possible. No, she go from Kim Possible. Oh my yeah. God! You're right. She did voice she go. You didn't Ooh. know that. Oh. Uh, who's she go again? Um, the green lady. From Very Kim similar. She also came from a family of superheroes, and she had the same little sassy, you know, rebel attitude. So. It's oh, pretty much wait. the same character, only she's a good guy. Oh, so wait. You've just blown my mind. This, ex- this suddenly everything snapped I, into focus. I didn't even now, st- I explain, now it explains and so it, much about my um, kind of zooming in on That's on only Sarah. half of it. Oh, okay. And that's only half of it because that's easy, but that doesn't distract me. As much as for me, it's very hard for me to take away that Zatanna is not Charmcaster. Because that's pretty much she has the same powers as Charmcaster. I don't. We don't. I don't know who Charmcaster is. So a character from Ben on. Ten. Also I'm just gonna. Walgreens. She's like one of my favorite Carrie Walgreens characters. But um, it's the same thing. Like I said, these two voice actors voicing similar characters and it, it, that were villains in know, previous shows. You know, it, I think it. I think it's fine. You know, they do it <laughs> you know, well. I, I, I love really it. Like I love both it. I'm not of <laughs> and which, by the way, like for me, the ship is Zatanna and 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 uh, Kara to me. That's my Cartan- ship. So it's Cartana. Yeah, exactly, Cartana. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try. Because... Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm, I am gonna try not to ship Babs and Kara because that was my ship in the OVDC superhero girl show. Because I'm gonna try to do something different. So I'm just saying. And, and plus, you like... can't build the names very well. Yeah, yeah but and Blast also, it. yeah, yeah, they did shorten them. Um, I'm but... sure Dylan would love her. Okay. Um, I will. Yeah, exactly. Dylan would love. Well, she she loves he, he loves Zatanna like in any iteration. So he he'll love her in this one too. Um. I will say the for me the highlight of the episode though is when 
Diana and Kara fight. I mean, I mean, we have to we have to like get going because there's a lot to happen. But one thing that there's always like one particular moment in each kind of part because again, this is like a four episode squished together into one giant premiere. Um, every episode has like a moment that I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. This is great, and this kind of captures this very interesting tone that the show has like presented. So when Diana and Kara fight, Kara right punches her through a wall. Then I'm, everyone's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Diana jumps back and starts smacking and punching Kara's face into the ground. And that was very violent. I was not <laughs> expecting such violence for this show. And I love it. I was like, oh, I'm down for this. But I mean, that's kind of, that was one moment that in a way, in a way it took me out because I thought the demographic is a little too young for that. <laughs> but also, I was like, okay, so this is why I feel like there's slight overlap with this in Marvel Risings. It's because of, like, there are these moments that were just so out there and violent that I was like, okay, this is a lot. Like, it was very, it reminded me a bit of, like, of, of like, Looney Tunes, of, like, of Bugs Bunny and that kind of violence where it will go over a kid's head. But when you watch it when you're older, you're like, huh, that's <laughs> could be possibly interesting. Um <laughs> But yeah, so we move on and everyone, Babs is like, guys, we got to make a team. And they all have their own, they all were like, okay, we're going to join you. Eventually, everyone decides, all right, we're on board. So they decide to do two things. They decide to make over Diana because Diana is, so I guess like. Does she even have a secret identity at the beginning? I don't think she does. She doesn't have a secret identity, (laughs) but I guess everyone, they give her one. They're like Diana (laughs) Prince. They're like, all right, which makes sense. Um. So they decided to get, they go into this long like training montage where it's half of it is them teaching Diana to be normal. And the other half is Diana training them to be heroes. Um, and there's a, what did you guys think? What did you guys think of this kind of, cause no, this does a lot. One, it kind of shows like this kind of fun interaction of these, of girls as being girls and like chill, hanging out. But then another one is, it you get the character introductions to their powers. You mm-hmm. get Diana telling them like their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You get um each like you get like their team <laughs> dynamic and how they they have so much to grow from like that they're not there yet. So what did you think of this kind of large, th- which is the majority of the episode? What did you think of this and the way it was juxtaposed with them teaching Diana to be quote unquote normal? I um, love. I, I loved it. It did not seem forced. It seemed very natural and did not take away from the episode. Did not. It did not seem like uh, any point I'm like, let's hurry up. Let's finish this. Let's get back to more action. So, right. yeah, yeah. Aside from Diana literally throwing Babs off a building. Which, again, uh, that's, that's of this, like, part two, that was the greatest. That was, like, the moment for me where I was like, I burst out laughing. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. And I love how, like, Jess is just like – are you insane? Like, I love yeah. that there was also the moment of people being like, you're crazy. And there's uh, also also the moment. Of- how about yeah. how, how about how Kara took off like her shirt, like to be I Supergirl, mean. like I'm, I'm to the movies, the old Christopher Reed movies. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's an iconic kind of, you know, moment. but it's a good, but it was a good way of, but it was a good way of revealing their powers too. And it, you know, get, gets it into, gets it to the mindset, gets it into the, puts it in the frame. So it helps with the sort of char- it helps it made it seem like a nice natural character introduction too. like it didn't feel like it, like instead of doing the whole expository there it's like so what's your power well I can turn into a bee what's your power well I can I have super strength and I can fly it like it felt more organic to yeah. do it that way versus yeah. like where where they just sort of threw 
if we just did in where they spent an episode maybe info dumping you, for example. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in a way, but here's the thing. That's what's interesting. You say that because in a way, it was an episode info dumping us, but because it was smushed together with these three other episodes, it didn't feel like it was just what it didn't stand on its. It wasn't. It didn't. They didn't. They, did, they were to, stopping to explain things. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't, and it wasn't supposed to stand on its own. It was supposed to be part of this larger story. So, it, it, in a way, it's exactly what you say. But they were able to out maneuver it by making it part of this longer premiere right so, yeah and having and yeah and having it as a four episode premiere strung together like that mm-hmm. makes it makes all the difference because it allows for that yeah it, to it felt yeah it felt like very quick it did not feel like it was very like long like they were trying to like fill stuff in together yeah yeah totally and i also like how they were like we're making fun of like the Green Lantern Corps, where they're like, where she just goes like, "It's confusing. I can do this," and it's like, "Yeah, that makes sense." The Green Lantern Corps is getting just so much shade tossed at it. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. Lego Movie, the fan base in general. <laughs> but I will say, I will say one thing, um, and this is uh, interesting um, in terms of like character interpretations. Jessica Cruz, Jesse Cruz, she's the she's the I think the newest. Um, superhero in terms of like in terms of like comic history she's the newest one she was only introduced like a couple of years ago um, but in every other iteration her version the version of her like she wasn't a pacifist she was very anxious and in this it, like she was so anxious she had anxiety that she couldn't she was too scared to be a superhero where in this one it seems like Karen slash Bumblebee she's the one that's kind of taken mm-hmm. the more anxiety oh, role yeah. and then Jess, Jessica is oh, more of a pacifist and you talk about before how like how I really see like how like Kara and Shigo are pretty much like the same opposite here with uh, Bumblebee and Jasper like she's not Jasper the opposite of Jasper she is not doesn't sound a thing like her yeah, Kimberly Brooks doing yeah. a nice doing a nice job here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, or Laura as well too. I thought. I mean, I thought it was brilliant that the first in that that first scene with Karen, where Babs is just screaming like "Hi," and she just goes, "I'm Babs," and she goes, "Karen." She just whispers Karen, and it's like that's brilliant. That's like tells you everything about that character. I just think the writing and in terms of like building these characters and creating these characters is very strong. Um, I, 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 I've already somewhat seen some people kind of being a little sad and upset that Jesse, that Jess is, isn't, doesn't have the anxiety that she once did. Um, but I will say that we do have an anxious character that's, that's dealing with, with self-esteem and, and Mm -hmm. anxiety. It's just not Jess. Mm -hmm. And Um, and maybe this is, maybe this is a bit of a slight, a slight at towards, uh, Bumblebee. It's, but maybe it's cause like you think of the anxiety and it's like her special power is she's a B. And it's like yeah, of the so, of, of all of that's probably like the least impressive. I even wrote down in my notes like, is she the wasp? But then I realized, wait, nope, wrong universe. Yeah. I, I was wondering which came first, like the Ant Man wasp or Bumblebee. That's cause... getting into like a yeah. lot of silly things <laughs> yeah. from comic books that and, yeah. and rivalries that we yeah. don't need to get into. Yeah, good. I'm not really into comic books, so really I just sort of you guys are the experts, not me with it's, that. It's okay. Me um, the expert. But um but yeah, so they go they finish off the day going to the pier having a good time and that from there they go to the actual title of the episode they go to sweet justice which is this yeah. um sweet shop this ice cream I got, parlor i got a question um the guy at the ice cream parlor is he a character in dc is, is, yeah he is he's flash is he, 
He, oh, he's Flash. Oh, I thought yeah. maybe he was the uh, the guy Wonder Woman's love interest in that movie. No, uh, no, uh, no. He's different. he's the Flash. He's because the I know they seem to be something from him. I know, and I'm ignoring it. Yeah. Okay. I'm ignoring it. So, okay, so uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you for letting me know. We're just we're gonna ignore that again. That's why Zatanna and 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 Kara is the best ship. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. They go to Sweet Justice, and while this is all happening, we get this reveal of, like, what I think is the weakest part of the episode. We get the reveal of, like, the... we Like, throughout the episode, we see kind of the elf infiltration of the VR and people acting kind of slow and being, like, kind of brainwashed. But we see these, like, robots. These the robots from the Luther Corps, mm-hmm. from, the Lu- from the Lex Corps. And they're just, you know, they're not... They're not scary. They're not... At any, or they're not, they're not intimidating. I was just like, okay, this is all right. (laughs) Um, And then we go in and then they show up basically at Sweet Justice and they're just like, we're going to demolish you for no reason. And everyone's like, you don't have the right, but they're still going to demolish it, which I appreciate. But what did you guys think of these kind of, you know, mindless robots that are acting as like the bad guys? Like, what did you mean? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm, I'm assuming this is like the starter. This is like the starter villain. Like we're going to get to like the real bad villains later on in the season. Right. I guess, you know, it's fine. The stakes are reasonably small. It's, you know, ba- it's just very basic. It's more about keep. I think it was more about keeping the focus on the uh, heroes themselves because mm-hmm. they're, they're they're meant to, they're, they should be the focus here. We We can we have enough time to get to the villains later. Mm-hmm. Having this is just like a blank slate villain for the heroes to beat up and make mistakes and obviously make mistakes and really kind of lose the fight in the beginning. Yeah, I'm, I'm more I'm fine with that. It's like it's le- it's level it's world one level one. Basically. Right. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, they're interesting. I guess I thought for a moment, though, maybe this was a brainiac was sort of behind this because it seemed very brainiac list the way they talked. No, totally. I think I don't know. I, I mean, I agree with John in that. It, it, it it's kind of like a, a a blank slate. It's just there to show, like it's all it, it's all there for the sake of the hero. But I just I just would have preferred the design maybe to be a little bit more intimidating, or you know I don't know. I just preferred them using I, I don't know they had info you like they had shown us the VR sets as being menacing for for most of the first two episodes. That I thought. Why robots? Why couldn't we just go with VR? I get it. They want things to punch. That's mm, why. Yeah. They want things to destroy. Um, but I was just like, if that's the case, why not just not have the VR? Just have, like, the robots and make this, you know, com- commit to the whole, like, oh, this is, like, intimidation tactic by LexCorp instead I, of I the think, VR. I think because they want to show off Barbara's detective skills. So they maybe, want- maybe. But, I mean, like, she could. I mean, her big detective skills was... To find that the robots were linked to LexCorp. So that didn't, that still wasn't linked to the VR. So I, oh. was, I was just like, we don't necessarily need the VR stuff to be... I didn't understand why the VR was a thing when we could have just had the robots. Mm-hmm. Made I, it a little easier. And I, and I guess, and I, and I think on that point, like when Babs figured out that they were LexCorp uh, robots, and I don't know if this is, you know... Cultural osmosis uh, telling telling that reminds everybody that Lex Luthor is a bad guy, which is assumed. Yeah. But it was I was like maybe that clouded my judgment. But when she said it's Lex LexCorp hijacked the robots, they destroyed an ice cream shop. And I'm thinking to myself, well, okay, that makes sense. But everyone's like, why would why would the richest guy in the world destroy an ice cream shop? I'm thinking to myself, 
it's Lex Luthor. How is he not a villain by this? Yeah, but mm-hmm. again, they they don't. He's they, a, well, he's like a kid here, so yeah, he's a teenager. And and, a teenager and it's like Smallville, he's not like a villain yet. So yeah, yeah. But he's... I think, but I, I think the other part though, mm-hmm. yeah. But part of that though is like. I mean, you know they're LexCorp bots and they're destroying an ice cream shop. You think that the initial reaction would be, why is LexCorp destroying an ice cream shop? Not, oh, these must have been hacked, obviously. Why would he do such thing? I'm like, but it's like she figured it out for you and you're acting like. Well, you know, from that, with that same argument, it's like, why would they believe Babs? Even though it's like, it's, she's part of the Bat family. Clearly they know what they're doing. They're like, well, why would we believe you? Like, it's, you know what I mean? So it's that same thing in a way. Mm-hmm. But it's like you saw the robots attack. You saw the LexCorp badge on the robots. I mean, she could have just been like, then why is this? They could have been like, oh, maybe he, they, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't think this is the greatest villain and the greatest, like, the actual, like, villain hero stories. The This one isn't great. So I agree with you that there's there, there are holes in it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, well, as you said, they lost the fight. And Babs is like ready to keep going, and they're all like, "No, we're gonna. This is this didn't work. We shouldn't have done this in the first place." And Diana is found out by her mom and is dragged away <laughs> by the ear. Um, which and it's, I also really love the fact that Babs was like, "That's your mom. She's like a final boss," which is like, great. <laughs> that was funny. That was that was. Uh, Babs has some good lines. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the team breaks up, and then we're, we cut to Babs, and we get the. A huge reveal, which is that the team that she was missing in Gotham, like her friends, her group, as her as her dad says, her clique, is Harley. Harley and her it's Har- it's, I thought it was Harleen. It's, it's Harley Quinn. Quinzel, Quinn it's Harley Quinn. Her name is Harleen Quinzel in the comics. It's I have Harley to Quinn. tell you, John, Clark Kent and Superman, I think, are the same person. So, oh man, <laughs> I. When I saw Harleen Quinzel, I was I lost my mind. And I love this part, this one shot of Harley where she goes, like, I would do anything. Had I known, I would have done anything to keep you here. And she has this kind of slightly maniacal look. And I was just like, oh, Harley. I kind of want to know the nature of the relationship back in Gotham. Like, was she like sort of an adversary that, that they fought like all the time? Like she did like these small, like these petty crimes that she had a step. Barbara like try to intercept did they have that sort of like relationship or was it just I think they were no because I think Barbara referred to her as her best friend yeah so I think it's it's like they were just best friends I think in like in high school or something and then and then Babs left because her dad moved to Metropolis and took her with him I I did appreciate that the Harley Quinn they're going with is the Margot Robbie suicide squad Harley Quinn though oh yeah I I did like I liked I thought that was I thought she was my favorite Harley Quinn even though even though that wasn't the greatest movie to showcase her in, but right, I still right. I still like the design. I I, I yeah. I'm, I'm nothing makes me happier than how Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn has just cemented herself in all aspects of Harley. Where now it's like everyone that's the inspiration everyone takes from at least design wise, and it's like kind of great. I, I like it's, it's the most visually interesting yeah. though too, like because you go back to like was it the Batman the animated series and she kind of looks like a she should be on a playing card. Hey, <laughs> don't talk that way about the the OG Harley. I'm um, Steve. You were saying something. Yeah, I do like the. It seems this Harley, she's not like evil, like complete, like evil. She seems like a, a decent person. She like she might be like a criminal, but she's a. Uh, I don't think it's like. It's just like in the original DC superhero girls, like she when she, she might not be like a good guy, but she's likable. She's not a I don't I did mean, she's I have she's not she cares about Babs. I don't think she's like a 
bad, like evil, maniacal person. So I think I think she's the I, perf- think, she- I think she was the perfect choice for the necessary villain for this type of show, which is they need a villain that's likable and they need a villain that you could root for and that's still somewhat friends with the hero and that they could like have these wild adventures where they're against each other that can be slightly antagonistic, but at the end of the day they can laugh it off. So anybody so that- know Yeah. Anyone yeah. get though this the the for why they that brought Babs and Harley's relationship is could, could be like a sort of moon boon type of thing. Like No. 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 I know talking no. about I'm talking about when we first met like like we no, first, that first wrote that you- one episode that Two episodes when Kitty was sort of an enemy, like, you know, uh, you're friends with the enemy. It's No, I didn't see, like, I feel like Kitty's a completely different, that, no, and I know enough about Harley, it's like, no, that's not, I don't see that. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, sorry, shot down, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so basically, after this lovely little thing, Babs just gets it together and brings the entire team together to be like, look, I get it. You guys are mad at me, which I don't understand why they were mad at her. Everyone was like, we're mad at you. And it's like, why? What did she do? She just suggested it was LexCorp, but then everybody, like, you know, decided not to, like, amicably decided this doesn't work. So I don't understand why they were mad Maybe at her. Maybe she's mad anyway. about the food fight. She started a food fight in the first place. I guess because she was the one who insinuated, ins- yeah. like, initiated everything in the first mm-hmm. place. But, um, but yeah, so she goes like, look, we're, don't do this for me or for the world. Let's do it for Diana, which was very sweet. Mm. Um, and they go off and we get a team, the team versus the Amazons, which obviously was great because they, they stood no chance against the Amazons. I think the only one who stood a chance was Supergirl, and it's just Ooh. funny how they took like ten, like a mountain of Amazons to just keep her down. Ooh, I love the arm wrestling bit. When- yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was great. And then we get this moment with Diana and her mom. Her Diana being like, "No, like I deserve to be here, whatever." Um, and they stay. And then we get cut to them looking at the pier where the robots have arrived, and we get the reveal that it wasn't Lex Luthor after all, it was his little sister, Lena Luthor, oh, who I got behind it. everything. So... Got thoughts on that? Tell me those thoughts. Oh, I felt here, what we going here was a reverse codename kit next door. It's here, the teenagers are the good guys, and the kids are the villains. It's a role reversal from what KND was about a lot of times. That's I mean, why we I, got we we got the bald guy, so yeah. we got the bald kid. Now we got the bald teen, so it fits. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I for me, I was, I kind of realized it was it was her the moment that they like that they first showed like the back of her on the computer because I was like, why would they? Why wouldn't they just just show like Lex? Oh, it's clearly his sister then. Um, I thought she was it was a weak plan, but she's a child, so I'm like giving her a little bit of like. And you they know, called her out funny. on it too. Yeah, they were like, "You're you're a child. This is like ridiculous." <laughs> um, which is like they they admit to it. I again, it's just my own. This is like this is the the point where it got the most juvenile for me. And it again it fits because she is a child, so it's like okay, it makes sense. She's the she's purely there for because of demographic reasons. Um, what did you think, John, of the reveal, of her plan, of just Lena in general? I did like the twist that Lena was going to be the was the villain of the day rather than Lex because it, having that little element of surprise in there, it keeps it from being just another sort of rote DC type story. Which Lex Luthor is the villain, obviously. So it's 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 refreshing. It is different. 
And I did sort of like the just childish nature of the whole plan. It's delightfully stupid. It's like teenagers are having too much fun. So I'm going to destroy everything that teenagers have like having fun with. It's it's so pants on head crazy that it actually was really, really funny. <laughs> so I did. I liked how she was operating. I liked her, the giant robot. I liked how like she was. I liked how when they finally defeat her, she just sort of like hauled by her mom and thrown in the back of the car, which is great. And it. It does it does sort of paint a light on the relation in the relationship between Lex and Lena. It's not it's not quite totally love, and you can see why she wanted to get back at teenagers because you know her brother is a bit of a jerk, mm-hmm. I guess. So it, I mean, I'm again, it's not a particularly serious villain. I didn't I don't need it to be a particularly serious villain right now. It was, but it was amusing. We saw the heroes come together. They had the plan. Everyone had their roles. Diana had. Her, Dan had her job. Babs had her job. I guess the way the fact that they could destroy it by plugging an amp into the robot and just pl- and Kara playing a quick riff on an electric guitar that was a little. I'm like, oh, you know what? Fine, whatever. I, I go with it. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not going to question the the intricacies of the plot or the meritocracy of destroying a villain with essentially a a, a Gibson Les Paul fastbender. I don't care. Oh, uh, I'm. Yeah, I just I do like the Luther family dynamic, and it kind of could be interesting because it's, you know, if Lex is going to be a villain in the future, we could have like these like three way little conflict between our heroes Lex and Lena. Like uh, sometimes like Lena would help like Lex because they're both evil, and but sometimes would she might she backstab though? them. Would she like? No, would no, no. I'm just saying she might act, she might like be like reluctantly help him, and then later on she's like. Help like sabotages him, helps the heroes, and or maybe like 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 secret tries to help the heroes, but she's planning to backstab them. And Lex could do the same thing with her evil schemes. It could be like this whole back and forth of you know who's going to backstab who first between gotcha. those two. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, and let's talk about that one little moment that I think Steve, I think you were the one that mentioned it. That once they did save the day. There were the girl, the shot of the Girl Scouts being like, and they're women too, and they're girls. Um, I think it was you. You had thoughts yeah. on that moment. Yeah, I, I just, I'm not sure it was needed. You can just say they're heroes, and it's just simple as that. Gotcha. It's it was stating the it was stating the obvious basically. Right, right. I mean, I will say I feel like I think they knew that it was going to air on International Women's Day. And I think they were just like, all right, this is going to be the moment where we're going to have like, yeah, and they're girls. Like, yeah, we're they're great. And I guess also it was a way for them to incorporate the whole they're superhero girls where everyone starts chanting it. Because I think that's just also the I, I don't I understand why they na- they kept the name because of branding and mm-hmm. the established web series. Well, but I kind of was like, I don't think this name is the greatest. Well, it, this show, though, is more represents DC superhero girls than the original because the original was just about a hero school and I don't know it's so the title made a little less sense so here at least it makes a little more sense that it's clear that the heroes are going to be all females gotcha yeah. gotcha I mean I thought the moment was cute and again it's like it's is it a little obvious sure but it was given the day it aired and it was a very it, there was a reason like they knew it was going to air today that was like a choice they made and given, you know, the whole, like, I don't know. I thought it was, like, it's, like, you know, for little girls to see that, I'm, like, 
Great. It's That's thema- awesome. It was thematically resonant. Right, exactly. So it made sense, even if it might have potentially taken us out. It's like it is necessary, unfortunately. Yeah. And and, to, and also it. and also like if if the, let's say if let's say the audience is like eight to thirteen is like eight to thirteen year olds, and right. it's they they want it to be like a more girl centric audience. It's like you know what, reinforcing the point for them is mm-hmm. probably more important than re- reinforcing the point for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially given and I mean it also shows like how much I guess Cartoon Network has grown a little bit because. I mean, we had, I mean, this is the same place that pe- that people, that was rumored to have canceled Young Justice in the first place because it it was very popular with girls and not as popular with boys. Yeah. So, though, though at that. the same time, this was a network that, quite interestingly, uh, in like the early 2000s, they did the, when they went to like sort of the cartoon cartoon model, their big thing was, you know, we can, that big model for them was like, you know, we can, this can advertise to older people and we can get a lot more girls interested in cartoons by, by doing that too. So they have a history of, uh, they do have a history of catering to the female audience already. But it's also the same network that could not come up with an Alana figure to sell. And because of that, they canceled Symbionic Titan. And I still never forgive, forgotten that. I'm never forgetting to see again for that. So... So hope. So yeah, basically, yeah. it's a complicated history depending <laughs> on the age demographic. Because I feel like the more serious the show, the more they want boys to listen in, I guess, and the more lighthearted, the more they want girls. I don't know. I do. Well, I, I I think the I think the thing you can talk say about DC Superhero Girls and Religious Seriousness is this is a serious show, but it is a fun show, and I think you can have both of those things working at once. Like this isn't Young Justice. This isn't Batman the Animated Series. But it's also not Teen Titans Go either, and I think that's a good yeah, balance to strike. It's better than that, but right. though I still I still have a feeling that we might get a crossover with them. Um, uh, maybe, yeah, but yeah. that would be in a in a more well, kind of well, like... season two, season three. Yeah, but you know, but I don't mind. But like or not, Teen Titans Go is like their top show, so it would actually beneficial this show to get that rub. So, I'm but again, I'm just saying <laughs> if they do if they do crossover, it would be more of a like given like crossover of like the tone of Teen Titans Go and their character design, them showing up, not just their characters, but them the Teen Titans Go version of them, I think it would be more in, a, in an episode that isn't actually very canon. Mm-hmm. Like any other crossover show and any other cartoon, like they're not really that canon. They're just, mm-hmm. you know, you they're just to, there for the sake of that. For like yeah, you have, you have to assume. You get, you're going to have to assume it's not, it's, assume it's not canon. But I, but right now, we can't really say it needs like, you know, a Teen Titan Go sort of run. Yeah, I mean, it's already like does it. it, 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 it Let's point. see how it does now before but, you start thinking about ways of... But they yeah. all started planning to see it already that the fact that Barbara has this rivalry with Robin, so... Which is fine, yeah, but I think that <laughs> but, has more to do with Robin? Robin. No, but yeah, I don't think that has to do with Teen Titans Go and that has more to do with DC. Yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah. That, like, <laughs> to make the assumption that they're only doing that because of Teen Titans Go is to assume, no, like, I'm, I'm it's saying way too much assumption. I'm just saying, though, it's like... It, it, they opened the door for it. There. I mean, but that's that's like they opened the door for it by having it be a DC show. Yeah, you know, it's that has nothing. I don't think they opened the door. That wasn't intentional. Like, ooh, we're gonna say this because Teen Titans Go. No, yeah, I it's think like, it being a DC show means it's open to pretty much any DC hero popping up for any right, reason at all. Exactly, and I don't think if say Robin showed up or say Starfire showed up. Any Teen Titans character showing up, I don't think that necessarily means, ah, oh, yes, this is because of Teen Titans Go. It's because it's a DC show. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't give Teen Titans Go that much credit. Um, but yeah, so um, let's, I guess, wrap up by just, like, final thoughts, you know? Like, what final thoughts about the show? I don't know, like, and throw in, like, who's your favorite of the group? Hmm. 
Okay. Uh, my favorite. I, I don't know. I I, I part part of me to probably said Satana because I love magic stuff, and like I said, I love charm casters um, from Ben Ten. Um, but I don't know. I think maybe Jessica might be top notch because I'm also a person who loves like her attitude being sort of a pacifist, and I love Supergirl too. But I get. I'll just go with uh, I'll go with Bumblebee for now. So. Oh wow! So you went with this, this, and then you're like, you know what? No, I'm gonna go with completely different person. Okay, okay. I love them all. I can't help it. That's fair. That's fair. Again, they they established them really well. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with the un- I'm gonna go with the underdog redemption story of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jess because for, I I I thought she was a bit muted, and although she, I thought she was a bit muted, I didn't think she was the best member of the team. I would love this show as like one of its little mini sort of B or C plots to be like restoring the dignity of Green Lantern back <laughs> because that that like it gets ripped on so much. It's time for Green Lantern to finally stop being yeah. a joke and finally become a you know cool cool member of the DC well, family. John, so I am I'm rooting for Jess. Well, John, I got some good news for you though. Episode three is gonna probably might do that. Episode three is gonna be a Jess episode, so. Um. Well, yeah. that's something to look forward to. But um. But yeah, I mean, I that make it trying to regain the Green Lantern fame is a big ask, John. Is what yeah, I'm saying. I, I, I know, I know. It's a it's a big ask. It's like, it, but hey, you know what? Aquaman got redeemed. Why can't true. Green Lantern? Yeah, true. I mean, will Jessica Cruz be the Jason Momoa we need? Is the question. <laughs> Will she be that? Um, I really enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm excited for more. Um, I was very pleasantly surprised by it. Um, there are certain moments that I think can be improved on because I, I, the less, like, I don't see juvenile and fun to be the same thing. So when I say the less juvenile, the better, I'm not saying the more, the darker, the grittier. I'm just saying, the more intelligent the storytelling, the more I, the more I like it. So I guess what I'm saying is get better villains, and then maybe I'll like it better. Uh, um, I'm Beatrice. I have a question. Um, how much has your opinion changed of this friend of this since you know you saw the uh, short when Teen Titans Go movie? Um, Compare how you oh, felt then and now. Since Teen Titans, I didn't know this existed when I watched Teen Titans. No, Go. no, that was the uh, the movie. Teen Titans Go to the movies. The uh, they did a short to open up. You didn't see uh, um, Oh, I did see it, man. Like, I completely forgot about it, So that's a big improvement. Must be, you already gave the answer that you must feel much better than you did back then. I guess, yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> when I first saw it, I thought, it, like, and when I first saw, like, um, certain things, I just thought they were, when I saw the web series, I wasn't too impressed by it. Um And, again, I thought it was, like, Marvel Risings. So, I, I mean, I, like, you need to understand, I was just so burned. By Marvel Risings, <laughs> I just refused to give any other show a shot because I was like, I will not put myself through this again. <laughs> um, and it's nothing against like the actual team and crew that like worked on it. It's more of like, why didn't anyone give them more money? Mm-hmm. That's my uh, thing. oh yeah. Like I, I remember seeing that, and there were like lines in the animation that weren't connected. I'm like, this yeah. looks. It's like how can I? I didn't yeah. think Marvel could make something that cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like yeah. And I feel bad exactly. that they. That the the first the first Avengers movie pretty much killed the first Avengers cartoon, which I really liked, 
It yeah, has to, Earth's Mightiest yeah. Heroes. Yeah. That was a really solid. That was like the best, <laughs> in the, the best Marvel animated show, yeah. and uh, they killed it. Um, uh, to, to get to a point, to get to the point, you said you hope it's less juvenile and more fun. I think, I think the not the, that it's more. I need it to be more fun. I'm just saying that I want it to be less juvenile, but that doesn't mean I want it less fun. So right, you want, no, I, I, I know, I know what you, I know what you meant, but and I was gonna say like I think the key, the key to that, and might be the big strength of this show is that it's Lauren Faust is at the head of it. This is someone who took my. My Little Pony, which was a toy for little girls and made a surprisingly deep, well-liked TV series out of it that's still somehow going. Yeah. So if, if anyone can make a – everyone can follow the make it less juvenile but keep the same level of fun and have that level of depth and intelligence, it's probably her. Oh, yeah. yeah yes, true. indeed. Um, if, well, I'm actually, uh, you guys like want – like would you mind if like some episodes are more slice of life and we don't actually fight a villain? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, fine. I'm fine with that. Okay, I'm fine. Okay. I mean, for me, it's like, for me, the, my thing, my position on slice of life is that if you're not, if it's not going to be like action focused, that's fine. But it needs to be character driven. You mm. know, that's it. Still needs to be like it's if it's going to focus on just a typical day for a character, it still needs to be like it needs to be worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So that's my position on oh, slice good. of life. Right, so and also, and you, and you can't have all action all the time. Like you, like I, I, yeah. I, I like I would like them to get a little bit more into each character. Maybe give each character like you know go to their house for a sleepover, and we learn. Oh, about I want to meet their brothers or sisters. Their I want to see more Karis parents. Yeah, they seem like they're bad guys. Sorry, I'm making that assumption now. Like there's something wrong with Karis parents. No. Yeah, sure? so, they they were they were acting a little bit too robotic. I'm like someone's got robots? them. Not that they're robots, but they're acting too strange to be human. Well, they stole Timmy Turner's parents' car, so yeah, they did. They did. So <laughs> but, but, I'm just but, like mm. in the previous versions, haven't like didn't the Kents adopt her or? Um, no, the, she she was always with, she was always with them. And in oh, previous the, versions, were they weren't that strange? So oh, okay, um, but in the previous DC superhero girls, she. Which it goes are, back and forth. Sometimes yeah. she's with the Ken, sometimes she's yeah, with okay. the but, but you know what? Integrate the slice of life. Integrate the slice of life stuff in in between like a big action stuff. Get, and also that'll help the action scenes too, because it'll give a lot it gives a lot more grounding, a lot more foundation so that the action scenes will pop up way more than that. Yeah, yeah. So that's bring on the slice of life. Just make it matter. But yeah, you can find out all the info on this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can join us on Discord to text chat about animation at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. You can support us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Katrin, aka Patron Katrin. And thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Take care.